such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 63. 62. 62. I keep fucking these episode numbers. Well, up I actually did it. I had it on the sheet. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're missing part of the crew tonight. Kyle couldn't make it. But me and Bunner's here as always. Got some special guests for everybody tonight. Chris Trammell and Amanda Robertson. Out of California. How's it going, guys? Great. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. real good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Got some live racing on and uh, some beverages. First beverage of the day for me. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> we had a, a few last night. Uh, yeah. I think we floated eight kegs and tapped a ninth. And I didn't drink much beer, though. Did you, Charlie? I drank quite a bit of beer. Yeah. So what do you got sipping on over there? I got a couple silver bullets going. <laughs> okay. I got a White Claw a Mellow Smash. Nice. Mellow? Mellow? Yeah, they have this uh, surf pack out here. I don't know. They oh, I had, I had, I've had those. I think I had one of those actually on Friday. <laughs> I forgot they were in my camper, and uh, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to drink these. But uh, they're pretty good. Yeah, I'd say. Hey, have you seen <laughs> the, if you see the lemonade ones, those are good, too. They have a riff. It's called refresher. I'm not okay. a huge. I'm not a huge white claw fan, but he had some of those the other day, and I tried them, and holy shit, those were really good. <laughs> don't let Chris know. They have I a, start the night. It's start the night on the beer, but if white claw's the only thing left, I probably regret it in the morning. But it was a great night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, they have a blood orange, a lemon, uh, strawberry, and blackberry lemonade. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to have to get that next round. Yeah. That blood orange was what hit me in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you, if it's a, you know, good liquid courage. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are out of uh, Imperial, California. Is that right? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. But the track is in Imperial Valley, California. Also known as, like, the track was called El Centro for many years, but it's uh, about six miles from El Centro. So Imperial Valley. Okay. So where where is that located in the state? Like down by San Diego. Close yeah, to San Diego. Yeah, the racetracks. The racetracks about in the middle of the state. We're about eleven miles north of Mexico. Yeah. Well, that's pretty close. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the greatest carne asada you ever had. We get taco <laughs> trucks to show up there, and we just want to eat, drink, maybe some Modelos, Heck maybe yeah. some Coronas. Coronas, yeah, I'd get on board with some Coronas. <laughs> I'm not a big Modelo <laughs> guy, but I'm a big Modelo guy, not uh, Corona. So okay. we're the opposite there. Okay. <laughs> so well, we got great carne asada and tacos. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Everybody can agree on that. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe some chilies down there too. Got some good chilies and salsa. Did you say salsa or no? No, oh, no, they do have good salsa. Mm, I yeah. um, there's a meat market down there that we go and get on our way. It's actually in Brawley, which is like the town before. It's kind of a lot like the Midwest. You know, you're driving through. It's farming town. You're like, holy crap! There's a Walmart in a butcher shop. <laughs> so <laughs> it's called Ramy's Meats, and they have carne asada and pollo asada, but they also have salsas, and it is so bomb. Heck yeah! I get down with some. Actually, made some homemade salsa last week. Had a hankering for Simon. Nice. Can't, can't ever go wrong with salsa. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It'd be good to be that close to some actual authentic Mexican. 
Like there's very, very few really good Mexican food up here. We, uh, yeah, no, you guys' Mexican food is, is sad. I feel bad for you guys. Yeah. 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 We've got a few. That's okay. But maybe if we ever get out that way, we'll, we'll uh, get a sample of some of the good stuff. We still eat the shit out of it. I do yeah. anyway. So if I got a hold of some really good Mexican food, it'd be dangerous. What's that place in Speedway? Is it good margaritas? El Rodeo. El Rodeo. That's Over like probably there. yeah. yeah. That's like probably your guys' like closest like I think authentic Mexican food in Indiana. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is one in Evansville that uh, we're close to Evansville. We're like 15 minutes from Evansville. But Kyle goes, I've never been, but it's he said it's about as close to authentic as you can get for our area. But uh, cool. We're about two hours, so, three hours south of Indy, so we don't get up that way much. But no, we might have to hit that up if, if mm. ever. Uh, who was it? Was it Ricky Willis saying he parks his rig there yeah. when he's in town. I think so, yeah. He said, yeah, I pretty much, I eat there every night and I keep them in business that week when I'm there or whatever, but. Um, oh, Ricky. Uh, yeah. I grew up watching Ricky race. Like, yeah. He used to be the little kid doing the YMCA during the intermission. He knew where the good Mexican food is. Heck yeah. yeah. He knows. We all need to pressure him. He called me last week about coming down to Imperial yeah. Valley in El Centro. He's all, well, what's it pay? I'm like, not much, but there's good food. Maybe yeah. some cold beers. <laughs> Try, yeah. try the oh, best sales pitch. Track, that track has been there since 1930 on the fairgrounds. So it was uh, it was originally a mile track. Mm, okay. And they, they kept that going for 8 to 10 years. And then up to 56, it was a half mile. And then in 84, they made it a 3 eighths. And that's when, that's the era I believe everybody remembers El Centro. Because you had, you had, you know, it was CRA, and it was yeah. the Leland McSpadden's and Little Al Unser. Uh, he actually got his first sprint car win there. So that was the three-eighths. But now we're on a quarter quarter mile. So okay. they've done some revamping, and um, it's insane. Like, I mean, you look up from the track, and it's got it's like got that Terre Haute vibe. <laughs> yeah. Covered grandstands, the Great Midway. Um, it looks pretty the, cool, the pictures I've seen of it on your page anyway. But uh, yeah. looks like a cool place. But uh, yeah, I know it's cool. It's gonna have like the Hobstot wheelies going on because it's all good clay. Oh yeah, people good. Don't have a farm. Good deal. So uh, tell us about the big event you're having in October. Um, October twenty first and twenty second. Uh, it's Friday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Friday night we're doing there. They only run two additional classes, so they have their little farmer B six cars and uh the mini sprints will be there but friday night we're just running two practice sessions and then from those two practice sessions the top four fastest guys will go out for a six lap dash um and so it's 500 bucks to win we have a a local a local family jimmy and scotty keys they're like old ascot fans and stuff so they're just down for the cause and can party us all underneath the table okay and he's like, here's 500 bucks, give it, give it away. And I'm like, right on. So we're going to do a dash on Friday night. And then, so that'll be quick and easy and allow people to kind of get the feel of the track because it's so, it's so new to, to so many of the younger, newer generate, you know, racers. Yeah. And then Saturday it's full race schedule. Heat races, main event, 30 laps, 1500 bucks to win. And just. Uh, just have a good time. They're having like a band and fan racer appreciation party afterwards. So 
Um, they have this great covered midway where you bring the race cars up to there and have the fans just lose their shit and party. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of deal right there. Sounds like we right? make. That's what I wanted to ask you guys, like as fans, like, you know, well, I'll save that question for later on, but I love it that you guys are diehard fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. So we that's are. who we're catering to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that's that's the plan, and then I keep telling everybody that I'm, you know, begging to come, and Chris Chris begs and begs, like, we just want people there to, like, have the opportunity of preserving history and continuing the dirt track on. It's a trial run for the ever-famous Midwinter Fair, so hopefully we'll be able to run a night during the fair that all the pictures you see with the sprint cars and the Ferris wheels in the background. Oh, um, yeah. Heck that's yeah. all central. That's going to be, right? that's gonna so, be when? You said December, maybe? Hopefully in March. Oh, hopefully. March, okay. So this is just like our trial run and yeah. make sure we're, we're not losing our marbles. Yeah. But work, work, the kink, work the kinks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Heck, yeah. Yeah, we're sounds like a, to it. Sounds like a good time. Right. What What time is all that getting started? So Friday night they're like catering to the blue collar community, so it'll get it'll get started around six on Friday night, and then Saturday we bumped it up an hour to five. So yeah. we want to make sure the workers from the farms and whatnot and families can get out there Friday night and enjoy it. Tickets are live, so spectator tickets are available. Um, we have what? Tickets are ten bucks. Yeah, tickets oh. are like for mission. Friday or twenty for smart car guys. Yeah, they're just. They're just kind of, you know, just, just trying to make it reasonable for a family or oh, yeah. a racer to come out. So Friday night, it's like 20 bucks to get in with your car. And Saturday night, it's 40 bucks to get into your car. And they're, like, encouraging people to camp. So the people that are, you know, long hauling, you can camp in your pit spot, left up to your, you know, left hooked up to your trailer and stuff. So. Heck, yeah. Yeah. That's cheap as hell to, yeah. to That's get in. Yeah, I'd gladly pay more, but we're going to have some good barbecue. We're probably going to have a couple grills going. We're going to have a live band, you know, come down, have a couple adult beverages, have a little something to eat, check out the band. I think you guys need to come out here to Indiana and run a track, too. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm okay. (laughs) Or or we need to grab a plane ticket and head your way sometime. (laughs) I think you guys need to get a ticket. I'll have a grill here ready for you guys to go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Come out, you know. Come on a little early for ovals and just make it a long vacation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've uh, that's a bucket we're list going for to me. Western worlds, Western worlds in Cocoa Paws the weekend yeah. after us. Yeah. So yeah. we're hoping like people will just come out because Indiana's getting cold. Like you guys need yeah. to get away from the coldness. So come out a few yeah. days early and you know test and tune for Western worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Nice uh, sales pitch there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Indiana for like six years, and I've seen it snow on Halloween more than once. But yep. you want to come out and get a suntan? We can give out candy yeah. and it's short. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sun, it's uh yeah it's different here. Uh, I mean you know how if you lived here six years you know, uh, yeah sometimes it's snowing on Halloween, sometimes it rains all week, sometimes it's eighty degrees. Uh, yeah, and I have handed out Halloween candy in my shorts before, but. Uh, it just never—you just never know what's going to do here. But I don't mind the cold. I don't know. Kind of like it. I don't mind it till it gets stupid. I'd rather it be cold than humid and 110 degrees. But anyway, so where at in Indiana did you live? I lived. Uh, I lived a mile west of the speedway. An uh, in Indy, the Indy uh, IMS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Copy yeah, that. No, I worked for uh, Speedway Engine Development for five years, and I worked for Bucketing for a year. Okay. Kind of got homesick. I grew up in Ventura, and so you kind of get homesick being by the beach and living in Indy for so long. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, I love it back there. I don't get down by your guys' way too much because yeah. it's just tough to get that far down when yeah. you don't run there. Where, yeah. where are they? Hobstock. Yeah, so we're like, it's not bad now because, uh, well, I-69 still got a couple years till it's actually done to Indy, but <laughs> it's pretty much there now. It's it's too like, uh, hmm. what part is it? I don't know. It's They're still working on the road, but uh, like the overpasses and things like that, but you get I-69 done and you can be from Indy to here or vice versa in probably two, two and a half hours. Yeah, I'd say for sure. Yeah. yeah. And you used to have to take every yeah, freaking... Well, they didn't even start it. I'm like, I yeah. don't want to go to Bloomington to go to Hopstadt. Yeah. I'm going to send traffic somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... It makes it nice, but, um... It'll be nice when it's all done. Because usually you have to go up 41 to 70 or go up 65. 65 sucks. But, uh... And 70 usually gets the work done all the time, so... But, uh, oh, like yeah. you said, sitting in traffic. for 20 years. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember it. Not it's, the, it's the Indiana State flower. We have the blooming <laughs> yeah. orange barrels. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's believe us. Awesome. Yeah, uh, come to California, they just got flashing lights and little cones, not even big barrels for you to hit. You just run over the little cones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So, uh, what are some of the rules for this uh, open competition series? Anything but a wing? No rules. <laughs> Run whatever you want, as long as it looks like a traditional non-wing sprint car. All right. So, like, engine doesn't matter, 410, 360, 305? No, I'm actually looking for a sponsor right now to sponsor uh, 10 gallons of nitro. Yeah. <laughs> Just run more nitro. Now that yeah, sounds no, interesting. All the above. Who's strapping into that one? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish somebody would come out and run, like, I don't know, like, Goodyear's and nitro. Yeah. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like the, maybe the, maybe the Goodyears will hold up better than the Hoosiers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, no rules. Like, why? Why do we need rules? Safety equipment and no gasoline. Yeah. Those we are the two rules. Yeah, we okay. really don't want to deal with gasoline, right? Just yeah. But who does? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Last few weeks of all the fires and stuff, like, makes me sick. Yeah. So, so uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, non-wing, no rules. Sounds like a good damn time there too. So if you're so if you're if you're talking about uh maybe doing this again, just working the kinks out in October, but March, you're thinking about maybe doing the same thing in March, or maybe trying to do different rules or No, we'll no, see how it goes. Just more money. Yeah, yeah, it'll be more money and just one night of racing up right. because, you know, it's the fair, so you're you're an attraction and yeah. um, but more money. <laughs> Heck yeah. Tell us about bringing the track back to life. What was that like? So, it so they ran there, right? Like USAC Arizona series, they ran there uh, in '04. Then it kind of just it. They had many sprints running there for over the years, and they got a they got a family. It's a local local East County San Diego family that just hooked up with um, the Dale family. So the Dale family is actually uh, Mickey Dale. Like he was the voice of FCRA from about 98 to off and on. I think he did his last Indiana Sprint Week uh, in 2017. So Mickey and Jeff are brothers. So they they have been 
whatever, whatever it takes, we'll get sprint cars back here. We love sprint cars. We want sprint cars, whatever it takes. So the local family from San Diego, they brought in clay. They brought in a um, bunch of different pieces of equipment to get a little bit of a bank in it. And it's got no walls. And it's just, it, it's, you can still kind of see the remnants of the old track. So it's, it's inside like the three other different sized <laughs> racetracks. Gotcha. Had. Just so kept shortening it. <laughs> yeah, but the original flag stand's still there, and uh, the wall, the front stretch wall is still there, and so they've just worked really hard. We're actually going down next week. They're uh, buttoning up stuff with our fire and safety crew, and uh, some some electrical lights they're going to put put up for the corners and stuff. So we're going to head down there next Saturday and just kind of make sure everything's good to go and and they've just they really just poured their heart and soul into it and then it shows it's awesome it yeah. takes yeah, it takes time i mean that shit just don't happen overnight you know you know that no but, uh, no they uh they started really like covid hit and since it's on fairgrounds they couldn't do shit so yeah. they were locked down so they were just like screw it they actually had a bunch of leftover clay and they just started going and dumping it down there nice so they were like yeah we got nothing better to do let's just uh doctor this place up so heck yeah it'd be cool to (laughs) it'd be cool to see it get back to you know maybe getting a a bigger race there maybe if uh if it does if that would ever happen but uh yeah no i think they're they're juiced up about the fair race and and everybody is like we have some racers here that probably give their right arm to get a picture of their damn sprint car in front of the stupid ferris wheel <laughs> <laughs> try to get it timed right yeah uh, like you guys are so materialistic and high yeah. maintenance yeah but i'm one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> like as a car owner i fired him like 16 times <laughs> so, so what got you guys into racing oh chris uh, I started out, I had a cousin that raced sprint cars. Well, he raced TQs and this, that, and grew up going around Ventura. And, like, it's cool when you saw the TQs and you saw the midgets. And then, like, 94, 95, started seeing sprint cars. Went to my first sprint car race in Hanford in 95. And I'm like, wow, these things are big. They're loud. You know, they're not the little motorcycle engines. And fell in love right there. And yeah. started working on his car in probably 96. And it's been all downhill since then. <laughs> you had success in your guys' family car. He's kind of like so. a local little hero in Ventura, but he doesn't ever say that. Oh, but yeah? He has a what? He has success in a family-owned car. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. I raced micro sprints from the time I was like 16 to maybe pushing 20. And got out of it, became a fan, but always stuck around the sprint cars and had always mutual friends and stuff. And... Sadly enough, one drunken night at, at the bar in Ramona, my dad's best friend, my dad passed away 11 years ago. My dad's best friend was like, wait, you got a sprint car racing. And I was like, Ugh, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, a, a mutual friend of Chris and mine, actually Tony Everhart, he had a bunch of cars laying around. And uh, I put a car together and ran my first season back out at Paris in 2008, uh, 2018. And then the following year, ran again and won the championship out at Paris with a 360. And so we kind of just like, okay, this is cool, but when, we can have our own car now, right? So we, we put together our car, and we've just, just been tooling around with that. Chris ran it at Paris in June. 
Okay. Um, pretty good for a 360. I think qualified really bad, but, you know, to be expected, but then finished like 10th or 11th in the main. So okay. it's it cool, <laughs> but, it, you know, we don't yeah. race as much as probably we used to when we were young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye on uh, for you then if you ever uh, look for you on the race on Flood Racing or something if you run again. But uh, Yeah, yeah, it's it's always Paris. One, one of us will be out there more than likely than him. I I got smart. I don't need to do this. This is cool. I want a main event in a championship in an on-wing spray car. I'm done. There you go. Might as well go out on top. Yeah. So um, how far away is Paris from you then? Uh, Hour 40. Okay. Yeah. It's inland. Yeah. That's not too bad. But it's awesome. I mean... Would that be your favorite? Yeah, everybody likes the half mile. That's the thing saying. If it's not a little scary, why do you do it? Right. (laughs) It looks like a badass place. I do, uh, uh, do want to get there sometime. But uh, yeah, Oakland Nationals is a party. I know the past few uh, episodes I've I've talked about. I think I told uh, Todd Shoemaker last week that I've priced some airline tickets and stuff to just to get a gauge for it if I'd ever want to head that way. And uh, maybe next year because this year's not probably not going to happen. But yeah, um, might have to do might have to do that sometime. You know, we, yeah, we we've actually considered leaving out our yearly Eldora track to go California and do see a couple races. You guys would like it. I mean, it's California. I mean, there's traffic and stuff, but the yeah. the racing out here is, I think it's, it's, it's like mini Indiana. There's so many good local guys and that yeah. people just zone out and just, uh, it just, just start bad fast. Yeah. Well, you guys, they had Brody, you guys had Brody on. Yeah. Yeah. Ago, and he's just so bad fast. Yeah. Hell yeah! And the is, is you come out here and it's got a ninety percent less chance of raining out than those foreground. Ninety percent what? Seventy degree days. You're not gonna yeah. get rained out like you guys do in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah, that happens way too much here. Yeah, actually, we're getting ready to head there, uh, Eldora, next Friday for foreground. Yeah. Oh, I think cool. the the weather's looking. I looked at the forecast. It's like sixties. I think it's gonna get in the forties in the evening. In the so, night, yeah. Uh, should be nice, hopefully. So what would you say your favorite track in California is, Paris? Not mine. No, no. <laughs> it's just scary. <laughs> it's just close. I haven't raced there, but I want to go to Calistoga. It's the yeah. biggest, scariest half mile. Yeah. I don't want to go to Sacramento because it's a mile. That yeah. looks way too fast for me. Calistoga is like, a fun track, but they're you know not doing it. Yeah, maybe uh. Is there any traction to get that going again, or is it? They're trying. I think so. I think we're getting traction. The more racetracks we get here and the more cars we get, the more racetracks that are going to open back up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's cool to open, like, try to have races where. They haven't been. Yeah. Yeah, It almost shows them, like, you can resurrect. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The Stoga thing is just, is so fucking corrupt, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure. I think it's just, you know, like, city fighting with whatever, and. And they're getting a lot of traction on it, but it's sad. We went yeah. in 2019. That was just an experience. Hell yeah! I'd like to get out there <laughs> if they. I'd like to get out there sometime if they do open it back up. Maybe get watch it sometime. But uh, I did watch a race, or uh, what's on Loud Pedal on YouTube. I get on there and watch some old races and highlights and stuff. And uh, I think it was oh, what year it was. Rico won a like his second or third start in a non-wing. He won it there. And that was a pretty badass race, the, the highlights yeah. I saw. 
but uh yeah and the vibe is amazing like that is probably that was probably one of my most favorite races to go be a fan i'm not a good fan like i can't sit in the grandstands i there's too much you know downtime or whatever and yeah. christmas start pacing so but <laughs> we uh we went and they had a they had a wine night a beer night music like Heck i mean yeah. it's just so it's, it's an event Heck yeah. Um, so speaking of wine, real quick, uh, you brought that up. Uh, so me and Charlie got to mapping, uh, you know, Paris and seeing what there was to do in the area. And I, I was on Google Maps and I saw there's like, I don't know, it's probably 40 minutes, really close to you guys. It's like 40 minutes from Paris. And there's like 15 wineries. Like it's just yeah, a cluster so that's, of them. Temecula. Yeah, yeah, Temecula. And then like. So our other house is down in Ramona, which is east of San Diego, and that's where the race shop is and our property, and I was born and raised there. I got a winery in my freaking backyard, and my neighbors got wine going on. Okay. So, yeah, no, there's a lot of wineries, and there's some. There's actually some decent ones in Temecula. Okay. I mean, there's 15 of them to pick from, so I guess just throw a dart and try them out, or you tell us which ones are better. But uh, <laughs> Wilson Creek or Thornton? Okay. <laughs> Not Copy that, that. I don't want to anything, but <laughs> all right. Charlie's jotting that down right now. Writing that down in my notes. <laughs> yeah, both are great. Heck yeah. So, um, do you all do you like watching flow, dirt vision? I watch everything I can. Footage, footage, footage. You know who's doing stuff. And then I watch a lot of midget racing, speak midget racing because I work uh, at Ed Pink Racing Engines and actually do the, I build the engines for the 25 car, the Malloy Special. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of cool. glued to that when there's midget racing, but then I got a lot of buddies in Indiana, you know, that do non-wing sprint car racing. Yeah. So what's the most intriguing track or track you'd want to get to, bucket list? Ooh, that's a tough call. Terre Haute. Yeah. Dang, you should have hit that one when you were here for six years. <laughs> well, well, I've been there. You oh, know, you want to hit it again? The, that's the place I run a race. At. Oh, that's okay. That's where you want to race. Okay. Well, uh, as a race or a, yeah, that'd be badass. As a race or as a fan. Uh, Williams Grove. Williams Grove. Oh yeah. Never been there. Total yeah. bucket list. I want to go out for the National Open. Yeah, that one and uh, Port Royal. Port Royal's. Yeah. Well, they got those big, ugly wings on the cars, but I'll let that stand if we can see them all in Astrid. They right. half mile with that. <laughs> right. USAC runs once over there. I know they had a pretty dire car count over there this year for Eastern Storm, but uh, yeah, I saw that. That was there was sad. a. It was there was actually speaking of wings. Uh, there's a guy here, uh, Scott Moan, that has a uh, his boy runs Dylan Moan. He's out of Illinois, and uh, he calls them napkin holders. <laughs> the wings. He goes, well, we don't really watch napkin holders, but if they're on, yeah, we'll turn it on and watch it. But uh, I'd never heard, I'd never heard that one before until he said that. So they're very dangerous. Yeah, like split your head open on the wing. Yeah. I mean, like that's shit. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch a non-wing too. Uh, I don't know. I'd even here more recently. I have been, but. I think I turned on last weekend. The past few weekends have been loaded on full racing and dirt vision, and it wasn't even a question. Last Friday, I turned the TV on, and boom, found the extreme outlaw non-wing race because I turned it over on over the outlaws. So uh, I'd rather just watch a non-wing race or midget race, like you said. What about Chili Bowl? You ever make it out to Chili Bowl? Yeah, I've made it out to Chili Bowl a couple times. I've so. been there a few times. I figured out, though, just flying on, like, Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. 
I'm sure you heard our episodes, but we drove down Wednesday, and uh, that was enough for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost one day too much. Like, you yeah. only need there really Friday, Saturday. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, Friday, Saturday would be enough, too, if you're just wanting to go. But uh, um, what was I going to say? Uh, they've extended it, you know, to Sunday this year. So, or this next year. They moved practice to Sunday. So, I mean, it's an extra day if you want to go for that. Oh, wow. That's a long it's time all to be there. Day. The best thing about Chili Bowl is going by and, like, uh, poaching whose crock pot you're going to get a meal out of. Uh, right. <laughs> you see whose yeah. stuff smells the best and, like, yeah. can I sneak in there? You know? Yeah. Shit, last year. We're going to fill two, up a whole plate. Two yeah. years ago, the Chili Bowl, Chris got creative with his crock pot and we had chicken and dumplings. Oh. Like, the crock pot game at Chili Bowl is next. Okay. Next okay. <laughs> that sounds, uh, the Crock-Pot Wars or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Heck oh, yeah. yeah. You can't barbecue in there. So you, guys, uh, you, guys right? know, you guys know the race of Jimmy Oski, right? You know that name, older guy. Oski? Oski? Yeah, Jimmy Oski. Older mm. guy. He, uh, God. The name, might, like the name might, sound for, might sound a little yeah. familiar. You're in the 80s. So yeah, you're in the 80s. Oh. But he'll still come out to Paris every, like, once or twice a month. And he always jokes, like, he's learned over the years to not eat during the week because when he goes to the racetrack, he just crock-pot hops. And oh. that man literally crock-pot hops. Okay. <laughs> All right. He hangs out with uh, Shane Carson. Yeah. Drags him along. Yeah. yeah, Shane just follows him around like, God, are we eating again, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> kind of okay. like us bar hopping. He just crock-pot hopping. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's insane. He ate, like, we had meatballs going one time at, the, at our trailer. And he probably filled up his bowl like three times. And he's a, <laughs> he's a tall, like, not a thick guy. And I'm like, Jesus, Jimmy's like, oh, <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, it's always a good time there. But uh, it seems like anyway. But um, So Indiana tracks. Which Indiana tracks did you hit when you were here, Chris? <laughs> all of them? Much all of them. Yeah. Um, you did, what, I mean, 52 races last year? Yeah, no, did uh, 40 races last year. Okay, cool. So I was back there a lot last year, not so much this year, but I mean, done Putnamville, Perrigan, Terre Haute, Kokomo, um, can't even name them all. Been North uh, Gas City, Kokomo, you said Kokomo, Hobstot, you didn't yeah. go to Hobstot. No, went uh, to Hobstot last year, only go there once a year because we're horrible when we go race there, but okay. I like the place. Okay. Well, Kurt Malone's past there. Back it in, like yeah. that's the for style sure. track, and yep. All the West Coast guys used to be really great there. Yeah, there's still a well, few that uh that are pretty good. Uh, Paul McMahon was always good there. Uh, now oh, yeah. he won two or three years in a row there, I believe. Uh, kind of a good bull ring for him, like a Placerville type, not identical but close, but uh, bull ring. But uh, who else was good there? Macedo's good there. Um, he's won there, I think. What the past? He's won there a couple two two three races two, the last three years. I think, yeah. Um. Hmm, who else? West Coast guys. I mean, Damon Gardner's won there before in non-wing. I mean, uh, who else? Critter. Yeah, like you said. It's always uh, back it in at the flag stand, and you get tied in the right rear, like through the middle of the corner, and you can do a wheel stand out. That's yeah. kind of what I grew up out here. Yeah, Critter's untouchable there. And he's probably, like, the most Indiana boy that is California. I mean, like... <laughs> The motherfucker has the In-N-Out palm tree on his number. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. so he is. California. He is. <laughs> uh, and I honestly didn't know he was in California until I, until I started. Or maybe I did a little research or when we actually had him on, too. He was telling us about it. But, uh, yeah, he he definitely uh, likes it here in Indiana for now. So. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's why he always talks to us about In-N-Out Burgers and the beach. Like, yeah. So just come out. Just come out. Yeah. <laughs> him and his wife are good. Yeah, people. I told him. I told him. Yeah, they are very good people. Uh, I told uh, on our episode, he told him uh, I'm going to be hitting Vegas in December. And I'm going to have to hit some In-N-Out. He's like, yeah, well, I'm sure you'll be texting me, letting you know, texting me pictures of it when you're there. <laughs> oh, but, for uh, sure. you got to get In-N-Out. Yep. That's yeah. the best. 2 a.m. meal. Heck yeah. <laughs> I took a picture of my double double about twice a month because he doesn't need to see the other four times I get one. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. have to go there either super early, they open at 10 30, or go there at like 2 in the morning because it's just insane. Okay. Yeah, I can see that being in Vegas too, being pretty crazy. It's not by the university. So. There's, uh, there's one like three miles from the Paris track, and it's always, and it's like, I'll drive the truck and trailer home, and the parking lot's big because it's in a shopping center, and I'm like, we're going in and out because I can work this bitch in and out, and we're going to get yeah. our first <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so who's your favorite driver out there in California? Do you have one? Sprint car uh, or midget? No, I don't do midgets. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, midget, like, no, no thanks. Uh, I'm a Williams fan, like it go, like a, a Rick Williams fan, okay. and, and his, his sons are Austin so and uh, who else? Cody and Cody. Logan. Yep. Yeah. Rip and his wife are just really good people, and I've always gravitated towards him. And and then his sons, uh, actually, his son drove our car for us uh, last year at Verona and, okay. and won. And um, but Williams, they're just they're just men. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah! I know I've seen Austin here a couple times for Sprint Week. He ran the, uh, he's run the Moose Racing car. Um, oh yeah. I guess that team folded. I haven't seen him running so. He's been still running around. a phone car out here in Paris. <laughs> yeah, well, is the Moose Racing? I mean, the Moose Racing. Are they? I haven't seen them run all year, so. Oh, they moved. They're in your guys' neck yeah, of the woods. They, they now. live actually about 30, 40 minutes from us now, so they're they're not racing. They're just retired or hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they live like right next to Engler Machine, and I was like, hmm, how convenient. Yeah, that's <laughs> about uh, yeah, probably about 30, 40 minutes from us actually. Those actually, are good got, people. Got so a mutual. Calibrate. Yeah, got a mutual <laughs> friend that uh. Well, actually, we know a lot of people that go to Angler. I mean, who? <laughs> everybody goes there, you know. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And uh, I heard that that they had moved. They had a house there that they'd redone or something uh, close to there. So. Yeah, they're good people, but they were like the staple of SoCal sprint car racing. It's really sad to see them go and. Yeah, and that was an iconic car too. That was the the uh, that turquoise. I don't know. It's, turquoise gets me. It looks good on a race car usually. I like the the turquoise and the white it was a good combo. Mm-hmm. I actually bought, had to buy a shirt when they had him on sale a couple of years ago when they were selling him anyway. <laughs> but uh, so get on to the cooking. This what's cook? What's cooking? It? What'd you say? We don't ever hear who Chris's favorite driver is. Oh Bobby. yeah, who is oh, it? Bobby So Rip's brother-in-law. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Heck yeah, you guys got a, you guys got a lot of racers out there. Like you said, a lot of local guys and um. Heck yeah. So what's cooking tonight? What are you guys cooking? Do you do any cooking or what? Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a tri-tip going and a little bit of corn for some elotes. And I'm not making elotes. <laughs> She's making artichokes. Yep. <laughs> ah. So just like corn on the cob or like just a canned corn mixed up, like Mexican corn or something? or No, corn on the cob on the grill, then we'll... Uh, I'll Take it off the cob. And Take it off the cob. A little uh, butter, a little sour cream, a little garlic. Paprika powder. Just okay. Okay. That sounds good. 
I mean, I mean, tri-tip. So tri-tip, <laughs> yes. I need to get one of those. That's been a while since I've done one, but uh. You guys don't like them back there. We had a birthday celebration for Chris like two last year or something in in Zionsville at the shop, and they're like, "What tri-tip? Like Indiana people that? just don't even know what tri-tip is." Yeah, there's a few. Uh, I've I've done them. I like them. We all we like yeah. eating them. We make tri-tip tacos. We make or just eat a snack on them, you know. But uh, there's a uh, a few people. You know, I bought one, and a few people was like, man, what the hell is that? And, and then I've gotten guys actually in my town that's uh, jumped on board, and they're they're doing them now. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty that's good cool. stuff. So so what's the – just do, like, SPG seasoning or season it down, rub it down? Anything crazy? A um, little bit of my own, a little bit of Santa Maria style. Okay. Some garlic, some black pepper, some salt, some more pepper, some more garlic. Yeah, and then we have like so, this. But smoky, then do it over red oak. Like the smoky barbecue granules that works pretty good. It's like it's a bunch of different like cayennes and stuff. Okay, that sounds awesome. Um, so what else you guys like cooking out there? Anything? I saw. I did see you uh, message me doing ribs or something the other day. I do a lot of ribs if I got the time. If I got six hours to kill or however long they take, I do some ribs. Heck yeah. We've got ours cut down way less than that. <laughs> that's, pre- that's preference, but... Yeah, everything's on the barbecue. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I grill like... I don't know. Depends on the mood I'm in, but usually I have the grill going at least a couple, not three nights a week. But even in the winter, I'll go out and, you know, when it's 10 degrees out, I'll be cooking steaks out on the charcoal grill, so... Oh, yeah, I know. I used to do that. Like, when it was the winter when I lived in Indy, but I had a gas grill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Tied up, and I'm going to go back inside and wait till I see the smoke off the thing. Then I'll go out and get my stuff done. <laughs> Actually, I, I went out. This funny story. I went out to when was that? I think it was Valentine's Day one year. I told my girlfriend we we're going to do surf and turf, and I I did uh, some steaks, and I bought some a big lobster tail, like a big one. I had it shipped from Maine. Big motherfucker. Like it's bigger, it's bigger than a beer can. Like <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I might send you a picture of it when I get off here, but. Uh, we love I, lobster. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, so I left my green egg. I left for some reason. I left it uncovered. I have a like a uh, cover for it, and it like freezing rain, and so it, the the lid on top was iced and everything was iced on it. I got a you know because I told my girlfriend we we're gonna do this for Valentine's Day, <laughs> and I had I literally I'm not shitting you. I got her hair dryer out and I was dethawing the uh, ice <laughs> off the top of it because I couldn't get the lid open. Uh, true story because I was like I'm getting my fucking surfing turf tonight whether you know hell or high water so uh, got it done but you're like this lobster tail cost me a hundred bucks yeah I'm like we're doing this motherfucker tonight like yeah so uh, yeah usually it doesn't matter it's usually pretty quick yeah for steaks don't take too long don't take long at all but uh, heck yeah what's your ribs then what's your rib deal do some St. Louis stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah we, we've been doing more of the uh, St. Louis as well. Yeah. I just like their meaty. Like, I like a little bite off it. Oh, you know, yeah. not like a baby back fall apart, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can do pork in a crock pot if you want to shred it. Right. Or go get and a like, rib. I want a little bite behind it, a little spice, a little, like, a glaze. Not too much sauce. No, yeah. just like a, you always seem to get it, like, caramelized. Like, you get that caramel. Oh, yeah. Apple. Powders, get like brown sugar stuff. Yeah, that's the good stuff. That's the same way we do it. Leave it with a little bite, 
don't want so, it to yeah, just no. tip, grab the bone and it just fall out. Yeah. What's well, uh, everybody can overcook something. Yeah. Let's do it right. <laughs> yeah. Be proud about it. Right. So, uh, what was I going to ask next? Hmm. Something about cooking the ribs. We've what got it? started a lot lately using the, like buffalo seasoning and buffalo sauce too on ribs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's your guys' like buffalo ribs or something. Uh-huh. Is that what buffalo ribs are? Yeah. yeah. Correct. I listen I I like catch up on podcasts when I'm driving and stuff and, uh-huh. and Tinez's podcast came up yeah <laughs> and you guys said buffalo ribs that poor guy thinks you guys are gonna feed him like buffalo yeah like yeah yeah he did I think he did that night he was like wait what <laughs> yeah after we got <laughs> off of there we like I couldn't help but laugh because like I, I'm like, oh, I bet you it's like buffalo seasoning, but I bet it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, after we got off of the, done with the episode, we were talking. He thinks that we were really talking about a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we good. just like, we like buffalo. And, yeah, we. Buffalo style. Rich. Oh, yeah. We like a little heat with pretty much everything. Yeah. I love heat. I'm like, I don't barbecue. I, I get anxiety because <laughs> I know how much meat costs, and I'm like, Choose your poison. Like, are we smoking or are we grilling? But yeah. I, I love like Louisiana style hot. Like, oh, I yeah. love, like, yeah. The hotter, the better. Or like uh, St. Elmo's, their their, their shrimp uh, cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> Do you guys uh, have that out there in bottles? I guess you can buy it. We Amazon it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The colder it is, the better. <laughs> right. That's just, it's got a quick burn and it'll clear it'll clear your sinuses out. It's really good. I like it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, the quick burn, it's like good and back, oh, yeah. and oh, let's have another. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> good. <laughs> Wait till this one's done. I'm going to get another one. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we actually got that. They sell it in. What's that? Keep on bringing them. I'm not yeah. dead yet. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, they actually sell that in bottles. Uh, we got it. Sam's, I think, has it. Uh, Sam's Club, and then there's a couple like local. Uh, Schnooks is out of St. Louis. There's a couple in Evansville. They have it there as well. And they actually have it. They actually have a steak sauce. I haven't tried it yet. I've I've uh, re- refrained because I have a, a sauce problem, but uh, haven't bought it yet. Uh, oh, what else they got? Uh, their their glaze, the root beer glaze. Yeah, I, Charlie, you got that. Me. Yeah, I think it's we tried. Did we try that yet? No, we never did try it. We oh, it's still. We try it. Uh, what did I do it on? I did, on a ham. Oh no! Oh we yeah. Did it ham, and that was like so so. But then I did it. Uh, I think I did it with uh, 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 chicken. Ooh, oh my that'd gosh, be, that'd be really good. Yeah, because I, I can do those in the oven and I won't ruin them. Um, <laughs> and they were so good. Oh, yeah, Heck no. Yeah. Oven and stove is my jam, but okay. Christmas barbecue. So, but no, you guys have to try the honey glaze or the root beer glaze or whatever. It's really good. I've got a bottle. I think Charlie's got a bottle too. I don't think we've opened it. <laughs> I think your, or my bottle is out in your barn right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get on that. But, uh, that kind chicken of looks, yeah, I'm going to have to do some chicken for sure. I don't do chicken. If I want chicken, I let him cook it. <laughs> That's yeah, I liked it better on the chicken than the ham. The ham was a little too much. Yeah. I, I did see, I think out. they have a ham recipe on the bottle, I think, or something. But It is. It is. And I followed it. I even got their little sprinkle seasoning. I was like... <laughs> Heck yeah. It was a little salty. It was, yeah, I was just really disappointed. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what else can we use this stuff on? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else? Where do you guys like? Is there certain restaurants you like to eat out there, or eat at, or got any certain you know, local places, or even? Well, you said out in and out, but. because people will come to them. 
What's that? People come out here for turkey night to Ventura, so we're okay. not sharing anything. They'll come okay. to the good, the good little small spots. Okay. <laughs> now, if you come out uh, Ventura for turkey night, you go to Corrales Mexican food. Tony's Pizza. Tony's Pizza. Um, That's it. Just keep going back and forth with yeah. those two. <laughs> Crowley's okay. is an open uh, on Sunday. Buster's Barbecue. Yeah. Um, there's a couple good places. And then I'm a sucker for hamburgers. Uh-huh. But uh, so and and I live like like where we spend half our time in San Diego, and my hometown is like one stoplight away from the bar, and they have really good hamburgers, like hand packed, just burgers on the open flame oh, yeah. kind of deal. Cheers! Cheers of Ramona. <laughs> That's hard <laughs> so to beat. So we belly up to the bar and order burgers. They have a really good blue cheese bacon burger. That's called Cheers or no? Cheers of Ramona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's hard to beat a good. Uh, it's hard to beat a good burger. I actually went for lunch on lunch break this week. Uh, there's a town called Darmstadt down by Evansville, little German town, but uh, they got a good like hand patty, like you said, greasy burger. And I don't, I don't get a hankering for a burger very often, but every time I go there, I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a double cheeseburger, and man, <laughs> it was fucking good with some tater tots. Mm, game over. But uh. Actually, I think I put it on my Instagram. I think you guys probably saw it, but or Chris, you did at least maybe. But uh, man, it was good. Hard yeah, because most crave most places anymore uh, around here anyway, they'll just buy like the frozen patties frozen from like patties. the from the Daywigs or wherever, which is fine. But it's hard to beat that ham patty uh, burger. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. I always just get jealous of the Rounders Two Pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that looks good. I'm like, what? When are we gonna race in Hopstop again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, give me, give me a big old pizza. Uh, I mean, not do much after that. But. Yeah. You tell us. Uh, we'll be there. <laughs> We're there a lot. With some pizza and wings and some beer. And... The wings down there. Oh, the wings are really good. They smoke them. Just fry them. Uh, just fried. fried. They fry them, but uh, they do. He used to smoke them before. He smokes them sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. It just depends if he's got the smoker going and what he's feeling like. But uh, we do a wing competition actually every year for uh, the NFL draft. He's got a big party down there for the draft, and uh, we do a wing eating competition. And he usually smokes them for that, and then mm. either puts them in just franks or just plain seasoning. But uh, yeah, they're pretty good. He done a hot wing contest a couple years oh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't turn out too good. What do you put down? Uh, well, so it went in levels. The first level was just regular Franks, and then you, it goes by pounds. So whoever got this certain amount of pounds moves on to the next round, and then it gets a little bit hotter. And then oh. after that, it goes to the third round, and then whoever eats the most weight out of that is crowned the champion. And I made it to the last round, and uh, well, you can't drink anything to the last round either. So, cool. Um, yeah, my lips were purple. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. They they had a the beer guy there is a he was a dick and he didn't care because he wasn't participating so he starts mixing <laughs> some sauce together. He gets a Carolina Reaper like the whole pepper everything <gasps> throws it in a blender. He starts dumping hot sauce in and these wings came out and there was just seeds covering them. You know the seeds is the hot part anyway. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I ate probably one wing. And I took a sip of beer, and it was game over after that because, you know, my mouth just exploded after I drank that beer. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think I ate three wings, and that's the hot. I was crying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. That's the hottest thing I've ever had in my life, and I'll never do it again. I told him, I said, if you got the hot sauce like that again, I'll never do it. Just letting you know. 
they passed it by my face to give it to him. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Get the hell away from yeah. that. Turn around, come in. Cheer yeah. for my homie in the back. <laughs> yeah. But the next day was rough, too, because I had to go to work, and then I had to leave for Florida. Oh, yeah. so. You didn't have ice cream? Uh, I ate ice cream. They had ice cream there at the time. I had ice cream. I had dill pickles. I had water. I had ice. I had. Uh, it took about an hour or two, hour and a half to get it all calmed down. But uh, that's miserable, man. Yeah, that was not that fun. Was crazy. That was not fun. I'll never do that again. But uh, we don't do the heat wing no, contest anymore. No, it's just French. Not, yeah. <laughs> but uh, talking about our favorite sauce, there. I'm sure you've heard. We actually came on accident. It was uh, we wanted. Was it? sweet chili or buffalo one night and they tossed them in the wrong one and said just take these back and retoss them so they retossed them in whatever sauce we didn't want so it's a buffalo slash sweet red chili mix and it's amazing just letting you know if you guys want to try it on your own but yeah it is it's probably the best sauce you can put on wings yeah sweet is good i already yeah. got the chocolate chip side bites so i don't need too much more <laughs> Heck yeah, well, if you're ever down in the Hopstad area, uh, again, let us know, and uh, we'll have to meet up and, you know. Take you to Rounders. <laughs> yeah. Or eat some barbecue, or, if, not, if or nothing else. Or cook some. Heck yeah. Well, I'm down with any place that serves you pitchers of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big plus. They actually got, we used to, and we used to have a lot of people go there on Thursdays. We used to have, I don't know, anywhere from six to ten people there every Thursday. But, you know, life happens and yeah. uh, family and things like that. Uh, guys settle down. and Anyway, we used to have these towers. It's a tower. It's got a spigot on it. It holds, what, 13 beers, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, 120-some ounces. It was, it was 128 about ounces. 28 ounces. 128, yeah. So it fits like 13 beers. And if you got a lot of people, instead of getting singles or pitchers, just go get a tower and just... Just, oh, uh, I've seen that. Cheers has them, and I'm like, yeah. that. That you need a lot of people to drink that because when you get to like the top part, it's warm. Yeah, <laughs> some of them have ice uh, cube or ice uh, like a frozen, like a tube or something they put in the middle of them to keep okay. it cool. But if you got enough people, sometimes we'll have two of them going if we got yeah. 15 people there. We got the twin towers out there on the table. But, we've uh, we've had double towers out there a few times. Yeah. Plus if, some, plus, if somebody wants Bud Light, somebody wants Bush Light, they can just split it. There, you see, you have your Bud Light, we'll have our Bush Light. But heck, yeah. So, Bush, Bush. that's right, Bush Latte. <laughs> heck yeah. Or you guys have Coors? What? What? They don't have any Coors there anymore, do they? The Rounders? Mm, I don't think not, so. Not draft. Not draft. But uh, if you need pounders, you got to go to Charles Trailer. Chuck D. Yes. Charles. He, uh, <laughs> you need he, some pounders and a little bit of wiener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got that. Pounders uh, and dogs. Yeah, he actually, I got a sticker off of him when he came to Hopstop for, uh, was it, it was Midget Week? It was Midget Week, I think. Uh, yeah, he has those Chuck D's wieners stickers he's got made <laughs> with a little hot dog on there. It says, you can't, you can't beat my meat or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, great dude, by the way. That's a cool dude. Heck yeah, I'm so... What's told that? Him. He lives in Arizona. I told him he lives in Arizona. I'm like Imperial's not far from you. Will you please come? We yeah. need beer and hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you should tell totally come. Heck yeah. So where can people find you guys on you got a social media, you got a page, right? The open wheel or open Yeah, we're on Facebook, like open non wing, and then Instagram is open non wing SC. So just open non wing, you'll find us. Okay, and then I think I saw you guys are on Twitter now. 
Somebody, somebody created a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, What's that? No, that's me. It's not successful. It's yeah. one night. Uh, it's open, open comp sprints. Okay. That's Twitter. I just saw. I think you guys followed us the other day, and I saw that you had a page on there. It, we're still trying to get the hang of it too. Uh, we just started in April, but uh, it's uh, it's different. It's Takes, entertaining. Yeah, it is entertaining, but it's, it's kind of kind of on the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff going on, but uh, or see what Rob Bowie's got to say. He's always got something to say on there, but uh, yeah, it's usually it's just uh, different as far as. I don't know. It seems like there's like a click or something, you know. Like you got to be kind of in with with people to yeah yeah yeah. But uh, once you get maybe a little bit of traction, but it takes a while. I think, like I said, we started in April. I'm still trying to get the hang of it, but he does all of our social media stuff. <laughs> we, me and Kyle were supposed to help him when we started this, but it's come to it's just him doing. I mean, it. I feel bad. They for all, him they all have uh, they all have the password. They all have admin rights, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm kind of old school. Come by and have a beer. That's social yeah. media enough right. for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tell a friend. I'm like, what newspaper? You know? Like, what newspaper do people still get that I can put an ad in? You know? <laughs> yeah. No newspaper. That's pretty rare. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I hate social media to be honest. Like it's so yeah. fucked. Like, yeah, I mean, it is. I want to read a newspaper, like a you know something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But. Uh, <laughs> But yep. we all have to use it. That's the, that's a jacked up thing. Like we all have to use you it have to get to. out there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> People nowadays, <clears throat> the younger generation, don't even know what a damn newspaper is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Well, do you guys have any uh, questions or any last words for us? I do. You guys are diehard fans. Uh huh. You go. So when you guys go to the racetrack, do you guys normally just go sit in the grandstands? Yeah. Yeah. Unless we're at Terre Haute, we go to the infield, but... Oh, okay. But it's still yeah. fan interaction. What's yes. your guys' biggest pet peeve of sitting in the grandstands during a race? Uh, Like, as the fans around us? Or just anything in general? Just anything in general. Like, are you tired of, like, you know, the downtime and you're having to go buy three more beers from the concession stand or, you know, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, we don't have that problem with Hobstock because we bring our own in, but... uh. <laughs> I can see certain tracks, certain tracks that do don't let us take coolers, and yes, that's annoying. My thing, oh, I don't never thought about that. What? Like not being able to bring a cooler in? Yeah, Hobstad, uh they let you bring in as long as you don't have any glass with you. You can bring in your own uh, stuff, and we take our own food in too. I mean, we we occasionally buy from the concession stand, like a fish sandwich or something. But yeah, um, uh, smoking of cigarettes is that pisses me off. I just I've never gotten on. I don't like cigarettes. That's smoking. what I was waiting to say. <laughs> but uh, just people around you. Most people are respectful, but you have a. It's not really too bad usually. It's but, yeah. not there, but yeah. No, well, that's cool. You guys are like you guys have seen it around. It's in California. You don't have to worry about anybody smoking cigarettes. They got to go to like the next county to smoke cigarettes on any fairgrounds or anything out here. Ah. So you guys are good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice to know. <laughs> you know they're driving their Priuses and don't want to uh-huh. smoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have a few more pissers everywhere too. It's pretty hard to go take a piss sometimes when you're twenty beers deep and uh-huh. the line is yeah. five miles long. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just I love to get a fan experience, and Chris and I are always we always talk about the bathrooms, and that is one thing at Imperial that was the first thing I walked into is the bathrooms, and 
the bathrooms are there's like three different bathrooms and they're they're so clean and i walked out smiling and Heck i think yeah chris Good is deal. like oh you must be okay and i'm like it's <laughs> clean and they have lights <laughs> right so uh talk about flaw. what's that the door's locked. <laughs> it's like the biggest pet peeve. Nice. You know when you go to a bath, like your wife or girlfriend goes into a bathroom and the doors don't lock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not cool. So what is there? Any you guys gonna have any concessions there, or is you just doing your barbecue and stuff? Or no, no, they'll be. It's, so it's a fairgrounds. So yeah. um, you're gonna have fair food. You're gonna have your fried Oreos. You're gonna have your carne asada tacos. You're gonna mm. have your hamburgers and your hot dogs. And you guys um, got funnel that- cakes out there. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. That's what I'm like, talking about. Funnel cake or cinnamon roll? Yeah. <laughs> funnel cake's um, my weak spot. The, yeah. the grandstands has two bars in it, I think. So, like, liquor license, lots of cocktails. Then they have their beer stand. You guys got mixed it. drinks? I think they do. I mean, nice. I saw, like, we, we kind of snuck around and looked at the bar, and they had all sorts of hard alcohol. And I don't know if they have a staple mixed drink, but I might need to tell them they need to, like, create something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. We look forward yeah, to does. the staple drink at Eldora every time we go up there. Yep. <laughs> toilet water? Toilet water, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toilet water and uh, Royal Flush. Royal Flush is the other one, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah. Court Royal, yeah. That's Heck cool. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, it's been fun. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's good to finally talk to you guys. I know we've. Uh, interacted a little bit on instagram and stuff like that facebook but uh yeah i'm glad you guys came on and uh good luck with the the event you guys are that october race and hopefully everything goes good there we'll let you know and if it doesn't i'm gonna just blame it on all you guys <laughs> all right we'll take that. it <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, thanks have a good evening yeah you too see you guys and that was amanda robertson and chris trammell out of california good interview yeah. Well, actually, fun. Yeah. Drinking. You should, uh, yeah, just like us. Just like us. Uh, you guys should check out their Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Uh, it, it is, hmm, where was that? Open non-wing on Facebook. Southern California Open Competition Non-Wing Sprint Cars, yep. So, yeah, we're going to have that race, and if you're in the area, go check that out. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Too bad we ain't closer. Yeah. Where we could go, but... <laughs> Yeah, so this podcast is sponsored by Rounders 2 Pizza, home of the Angles Pizza, located in Dale, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all their weekly specials, like our favorite Thursday 12 Wings. Pitch your beer, $14. Dine in or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172 or get them on Facebook. So we got some stuff to talk about that here later in the next episode, so make sure you guys tune in exactly. to episode 63. Got anything else left to say on this one? No. Thanks for joining us for episode 62. Yeah, for sure. I've always got a couple of last words to say. Let's hear it. Peace Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.